Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited as always to be with you today. I have got a great episode for you that really kind of just, well, didn't fall in my lap, but let's just say I know some people. And because I know some people, I got introduced to these great folks that are sitting in front of me. But I am here at the headquarters for Adventure Subaru, just off of Stephen Carr Road, I think is the new road. It used to be Porter Road off of I-49. It's now Officer Stephen Carr Road or highways? Memorial Boulevard. Memorial Boulevard. Okay. All right. So that's where I am. And and certainly it's exciting to be here in real life with some people. And I'm sitting down with Brent Baker, who is the general manager and managing partner for Adventure Subaru, Daniel Dotson, who is the marketing director and also a very dear friend of mine, and Kelly Carey, who is the HR director. These folks came together and said, yeah, we'd sit down and, and talk with you, Randy, about 
Northwest Arkansas and about what Adventure Subaru is doing. And just to kind of lay this the groundwork for this conversation, I've always been impressed with a lot of the organizations that that do a lot of the work, do a lot of the heavy lifting, right? And Adventure Subaru is a for-profit organization. They have a lot on their plate, but they seem to always be giving back in different ways. And so this is me unapologetically just saying that I'm always impressed when I see organizations kind of stepping out of the norm to really make a difference throughout the community. And like everywhere I go, I see a Subaru sitting somewhere in front of an event that's happening. And so I said, you know, I got to find out what is the secret sauce behind how these guys operate and how do you operate and run a successful car dealership and be a local mainstay throughout a lot of different organizations and events that take place. I'm thinking specifically of the Roots Festival and so many other programs that you've probably seen their Subaru cars at, as well as just the Adventure Subaru logo and them being attached to an event. So without further ado, I want to welcome the wonderful folks from Adventure Subaru to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Fabulous. Good, good, good. So I'm so glad to have you guys here. Brent, why don't we start off with you? And I'd love for you just to kind of just give us your quick superhero origin story. I know that you're not a native of Northwest Arkansas, but you've been here a few years now and you've had a chance to kind of take in all that Adventure Subaru is all about. But I'd love for you to introduce yourself to the audience and, and tell them a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. So Brent Baker, I've been here at Adventure Subaru for about two and a half years. And I was in the Subaru business down in Austin, Texas for about 10 years before I came here. And Don Nelms approached me. He was looking for, you know, kind of an exit strategy for his business, but it was really important to him. He didn't want to just sell the business to some other company, a big public company or something of that nature. It was really important to him to kind of carry on with the business, with the employees, taking care of them, taking care of our customers and, you know, staying involved in the community kind of at the level that, that he'd established. So he reached out to me and we kind of struck a deal for me to come up here and join him and eventually, uh, you know, hopefully buy him out of the business. And it's been uh, been a great time so far. It's yeah. really, really working out well. So And so Don is actually the originator of all he this. He is, yeah. Yeah. So Don's early. kind of a, I was, he'd probably punch me if I called him a legend, but... Uh, <laughs> I've heard far, the name many times. As so. far as the car business in Northwest Arkansas, I would say he qualifies uh, okay. in that regard. You know, he's been in the car business here for about 50 years now wow. and uh, has owned a number of different dealerships and, you know, was kind of in the process of retiring and ended up with, with just this one left. But, you know, I think it was important to him to, you know, he's always been in the car business, always enjoyed it and wanted to kind of keep a foothold in it, but was ready to transition into something else. So that's kind of when we struck up our partnership. So. Okay. All right. I wonder, is it was there a specific reason why he held on to the Subaru dealership versus the others? It just seems like, I don't know what it is about Subaru cars, but there's some, something, I won't say magical about them, but there's something special about them, as is the character of a lot of Subaru owners. I have some friends that are Subaru owners and, sure. and they're all characters. And so, and I don't know if that speaks volumes to the type of customer that Subaru attracts, but I, you know, if you want to talk about that. Yeah. So your first question, it's kind of interesting, you know, how he ended up with just the Subaru dealership. The last business that he sold, the purchasers wanted to buy everything he had except Subaru. Huh. And Subaru was a, a small, very kind of niche brand at the time. And they just didn't think they could do uh, a whole lot with it. 
uh, which was probably true in, you know, at that time. Obviously, the brand has made tremendous strides since then as far as growth. And, you know, to your second point, just the kind of the clientele that we have, we've just found it's a great car for Northwest Arkansas. You yeah. know, our customers are outdoor enthusiasts. They love to hike and bike and, you know, float the river. They're environmentally conscious. You know, there's just a lot of things that line up really well with what the brand stands for and what the product, you know, the capabilities of the product and everything else. So it's been a great market, you know, for Subaru and and for us. Absolutely. Well, and I guess, you know, Danielle, specifically for you as the marketing director, does that make your job any easier that Subaru is such a, not just an established brand, but an easy brand to sell in an area that is geared towards the outdoor living? I wouldn't say it makes it easier because there's always opportunities for us to highlight the brand, the capabilities of it, the safety, the reliability. But also we get a lot of support from Subaru for our community outreach. And uh, Subaru really encourages their retailers to do better in the community. So it all comes together really nicely. Hmm. So that is not just an adventure Subaru thing. That's kind of a mandate that comes down from Subaru on a high, if you will. Yes. Subaru corporate leads by example. So they have what's called the Subaru Love Promise and that all dealers, they're not required to sign it, but is strongly encouraged. And the Subaru Love Promise is just making a commitment to your community to do better, to give back, whether that's with your charitable efforts or it's how you treat your customers and doing the right thing. And that's kind of a brief overview of what the Subaru Love promises. But within that, there's different pillars throughout the year. So whether that's Subaru Loves the Earth or Subaru Loves Learning or Subaru Loves to Care, there's so many different opportunities for us as a brand and for us as a, a business to continue our outreach and help make our community better. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Kelly, did you want to add something to that? No? Okay. All right. Kelly is just sitting over here just listening. So, but she will be involved in this podcast before she leaves. She doesn't know that yet, but no, I love that. I totally see that. And, you know, you guys clearly sign that. And then that has uh, maybe that's one reason why you have kind of propelled yourself into the forefront of being active in this community. And one of the things that I've said to a lot of people that I've had on this podcast is that I've lived a lot of places in the country and in the world, and I have found people in Northwest Arkansas just give back for some reason, just in general on a personal level, but also on a business level. I had Joe Donaldson from Sam's Furniture on. I mean, he's doing like he's flying back and forth to Africa like, you know, once or twice a month. I mean, he takes his employees to Africa with him on mission trips and things of that nature, which I think is really cool. And I mean, you talk about putting your money where your mouth is and walking the walk and talking the talk. And so, you know, when I hear, when I look at companies like a Sam's Furniture or like an Adventure Subaru that's really active in the community, it really, it makes me feel good about, you know, trying to do good wherever I can just as a single individual, because I know that, you know, corporate entities in Northwest Arkansas feel as strongly as individuals do about giving back to the community. So I don't know if one of you would like to speak speak to that specifically, Brent. Yeah, you know, Danielle mentioned, I mean, we take our lead from Subaru of America. You know, there's a lot of companies that talk about giving back, that talk about community involvement. And for a lot of them, you can tell that it's it's something that feels good to say, but not necessarily something that's in their fiber. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I would say uh, 
not only Subaru of America, but Adventure Subaru, you know, us here locally. I mean, the things that we do is in our fiber. I mean, we just get a lot of satisfaction out of doing whatever we can to help those in need. And, you know, there's so many events. Uh, we could sit here and, and list the events and the sponsorships and the things that, that we try to be involved in every day. But, uh, you know, we've all heard the old kind of adage that when you do something for someone else, it's really you that reaps the benefits from right. doing that. Right. And I would say that everybody that works here, you know, has felt that yeah. at one time or another. Yeah, I can see that. So I don't know, Danielle, if you had anything you wanted to add to that. Well, statistically, over the last 10 years, we've supported at least over 70 charities and have given back over $3.2 million wow. to those charities and organizations. So it's not just performative. Like Brent was saying, it's something we believe in as a core to, at our core, to make things better, make our community better, help make it better. Because it's not, it's the organizations that we support that put in the work. You know, we're here to support and offer some monetary support where we can and volunteer hours, but Really, it's the organizations that that we support that do the work. They're on the ground. They put in the legwork. And that's really important to us from a marketing standpoint is when we choose to partner with different organizations, it's one, what is the need and how can the money go the furthest and help the most people? Yeah, And that's really important to us to feel like we're making a difference sure. and to know that we're making a difference. Yeah, I like that. And, you know, I think of one person that you, I know you guys have supported, Nate Walls from Secondhand Smoke Barbecue. I mean, Nate was out there at the height of the pandemic. I mean, I went out with him to hand out food in, in places where I remember we took a bunch of food to one apartment complex. And the guy that opened the door for one location, he was like, I'll take seven. You know, I had like seven like styrofoam entrees of food with me. And, you know, the guy was like, man, you know, I honestly wasn't sure where my next meal was coming from. And it was, I don't, I'm not saying that you know, I mean, it's it's to get a rise out of anyone. I'm just saying to acknowledge what, you know, it's like, you know, it's all or nothing, right, as a community. And we all have to be a part of that. And you're doing your part. Nate's doing his part. And, and organizations like Adventure Subaru are making that possible by, you know, sewing into what individuals are doing in the community so that Nate can go out and do what he does, buy the meat that he needs to buy and all the tools that are necessary in order to feed people like that. But it was during the height of the pandemic, it was some of the most reflective moments that I've had here in Northwest Arkansas in seeing the bottom line of how people people's lives were being impacted, you know, when you give back. And it just it just gives me, you know, it gives me butterflies when I think about it because it's just it's just really cool. And I mean, Nate's just one example, but I know you guys have worked with so many others, single parent scholarship fund. And I mean, there's there's a I mean, that's a great program in and of itself. And shout out to Tyler and those guys over there at Single Parent Scholarship Fund. They were on an earlier episode of the podcast, as was Nate, you know, kind of highlighting what they do for single parents and for, you know, creating a second chance for people to get go back to school and maybe finish what they couldn't finish before because, you know, childcare and everything else kind of got in the way. And so I think that there are a lot of opportunities out there for folks to take advantage of that. And you guys are, are kind of doing it the right way. So Yeah. And it's really just looking around, looking around you and where is the need? And maybe if you can't give your monetary support, you give your volunteer hours. We have adopted a section of the Razorback Greenway yeah. very close to the dealership. And we clean that up several times a year and make sure that the trash is picked up and it's a beautiful trail for people to use it. 
and we're going to do another cleanup on another part of the trail that we haven't adopted, but the need is very great in that area. So it's just looking, getting outside your own bubble and your own comfort zone and just helping people and just doing the right thing. And a lot of that ties into how we are as an organization, not just our organizational support, but how we do business too. So our sales structure and how our salespeople are paid, it's different than any other dealership. And when you walk in, it feels different here. You're not being chased around, you know? (laughs) Can I help you, sir? Can I help you? (laughs) Hello, hello. (laughs) So I think fundamentally that speaks to the Nelms tradition, which we can get into and what that is. And the longevity of our employees here and why we have so much repeat business and referral business and why when you're at a stoplight, you see three other Subarus, you know, not only because the car is great, but it's because of the culture that we've worked so hard to cultivate over the years and maintain and ensure people are taken care of, but also that your employees are happy. And what does that mean for an organization when you have happy employees and how that happy employees create happy yep, customers. Exactly. Period. End of story. Yep. I know. Yeah. In a former life, and I've never really talked about this, but I actually did a quick stint at an auto nation, like right after 9 11, when things got really tough for a while there. And uh, yeah. And, and that was a, that was an experience. I've always been a consummate salesman. I'm, I'm that guy that can sell ice to an Eskimo, but I was kind of given a baptism by fire in an organization that was just structured around selling, selling, selling. That's It was just get the cars off the lot. You got it up. They call them an up. Anytime anybody came on the lot, you got another up. Somebody get out there and get that person and get them in a car by hook or by crook. Really, that was essentially, that was the playbook and there was nothing else around it. And so I just thought that was really interesting. And as you're talking about that, and I've actually heard some people say, yeah, I like dealing with Adventure Subaru because you know, it's a low pressure environment as far as, you know, nobody's trying to sell you something instantly. They're looking at what you need and, and whether or not they have the right fit for you. And so it's a much different experience than what you what you might experience at some other car dealership. So, and I would imagine given the way that things have gone down in the last couple of years, as we're slowly coming out of the pandemic, how has that played into, or has it changed anything? Or have you doubled down on how you do business given what you know the the unique situation that the pandemic has posed, especially for auto dealerships. Sure, yeah. I mean, we had to change a lot of things about the way we do business, and uh, a number of them that we started at the pandemic ended up really helping us improve our customer experience, and we continue them today. A big example would be our service pickup and delivery for the service department. You know, we started that at the start of the pandemic just because you know obvious reasons people needed their car service, but they didn't want to get out of their house, you know. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, so we just started uh, picking up customers' cars, bringing them in for service and delivering them back, thinking at the time, well, this is probably going to be a temporary, you know, everybody thought the pandemic was going to be a, a couple-month deal when sure. it started. Yeah. But we continue that service to this day just based on the overwhelming, you know, response from the customers, and they were excited about it. So Yeah. I can imagine that would be nice feedback. I mean, I I like just getting a ride when I go to the dealership, right? And so even if I can get a ride to the library or something like that, that makes a big difference as opposed to being stuck or waiting on an Uber. And, you know, there aren't as as many Ubers in this area as we'd like. So, you sure. know, there 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 is that. So so clearly you guys have been nimble enough to pivot where needed. Is there anything else that you guys have 
fundamentally changed since the beginning of the pandemic? You know, we're doing a lot more business um, probably at people's homes, whether it's test drives or actually delivering the car and the paperwork to them at home than we were before. Yeah. Uh, that was another thing that we started, you know, at the, at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, the other thing that has certainly been kind of a pandemic effect would be, you know, this the inventory situation. Sure, sure. It's definitely changed. I'm always asking Danielle, that's like whenever I connect with her and we, we meet up, I'm always like, you guys got more cars, you have more cars. So, so how are you dealing with this lack of cars? Yeah, well, it's been interesting to say the least. You know, what we found is that people who want to buy a Subaru are willing to wait, yeah. you know, and, and so we're ordering more cars than ever before. I mean, we get, you drive by our lot, it, it looks like, you know, we're going out of business or barely in business. <laughs> We're still selling uh, quite a few cars every month, but right. they just, they come in and they go out. So They're already spoken for. Most everything's done on, you know, customer orders. But, uh, you know, our customers are, you know, they're sold on the brand. They're sold on doing business with Adventure Subaru, which we're very fortunate and very grateful for. And and by and large, you know, if it takes uh, a month, two months, three months, sometimes even longer, depending on these different material shortages that we're still facing, uh, they're willing to wait. So. Uh, do you see light at the end of the tunnel with regard to those shortages and just access to cars? Man, I don't know. You know, they <laughs> they were predicting light at the end of the tunnel uh, over a year ago. Yeah. This started last year, probably in March of 21 and, and really continues to this day. You know, surely someday things will go back to some kind of normal. Right. But, uh, I quit predicting when that day was going to be about a year ago. So. You know, I th and I think a lot of us have actually just resigned ourselves to a screwed up supply chain, right? Yeah. I mean, we deal with it in in the grocery business. When uh, I'm on a board for the co-op Ozark Natural Foods, shout out to those guys. But I mean, everybody's impacted by this and it's a real issue. So I did have a question for you though, and, and I don't know if you can shed light on this with the move, like you guys are, I know Danielle said to me, like when I came in, she asked if I wanted some water and she brought it to me in a cup and she said, you know, we're really an environmentally friendly company, which is a big deal. And Subaru kind of reminding me of, of an organization that would be environmentally friendly and that would be their focus. Is there any talk or discussion of rolling out an electric car? Is that coming down the pike? And I, I just thought I would ask you that. That's not something you set me up to ask. I, I just want to know because I know that, I mean, California's trying to make a mandate that by 2035, all vehicles will be electric. And so I'm curious to know, I mean, Subaru just seems like it would be the perfect car to have an electric vehicle. It is. And to answer your question, yes, we have an electric car. It's uh, was going to be here by now, but like <laughs> a lot of things uh, in the world, it's running a little late. Okay. So, uh, you can, know, I would say by the- a little tease on it? What? Yeah. Well, it's called a Subaru Solterra okay. uh, and it's- uh, it's produced as part of Subaru's partnership with Toyota. Oh, um, okay. So they, they share some technology on powertrains and things like that. But I saw one in person a few months ago. We all did at uh, Subaru business meeting. Really cool looking car. I really? Mean, we're, we're excited to get it. We've already got uh, our first several allocations of them sold. So we just need to <laughs> Get it so here. Even and, if I wanted one, I wouldn't even be. I'd well, have to get on a list. Yeah, we'd, patience, Randy. We'd get, <laughs> we'd get you on the list. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys get to drive it or not no. yet? No, okay. we were just okay. looking. But it's been tested it. and it's it's ready yeah. to go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any particular specs that you can share about it that really stand out? 
Well, it's got a 250... 220, 220-mile range. Uh, it is all-wheel drive, you know, kind of in keeping with the the capability that, that Subaru already stands for, yep. which is an unusual feature on an electric car sure, so far. Sure, sure, But, um, yeah, yeah looks okay. great. Yeah, we're excited to get it. You know, it's exciting, and it's funny because, and I don't, I, I'm sure it, because you guys are in this industry, you track this. I know that Tesla actually has a lot of challenges with their cars after sales, right? You know, because it's like, like I had a friend and he, you know, and I, I said to him, and again, I'm not trying to bash Tesla. And I think Elon Musk is brilliant. He has his own challenges, but that's a podcast for another day. I just, I find it interesting though, that, you know, as a ballyhooed as Tesla has been, their cars actually have a lot of challenges, like even just little things that would probably drive me crazy if I was an owner, but I have a couple of friends that are owners and a family member that owns one. And they're constantly complaining about little things like, pieces of the interior just coming apart. Like just, it just doesn't come together. And and I've talked to other people that own like Chevy Volts and some of these other cars. And they're like, Hey, you know, I mean, these companies have been doing this for years anyway, that once they pivoted to electric, they basically took a lot of what they were doing with the, you know, the gas powered cars and they've applied it to electric. So stuff's not necessarily falling apart the way that it would. And I would imagine that Subaru is going to be the same with the Solterra and beyond as far as the quality, the level of quality and being assured that things are just not going to fall apart. And I can also come back to a dealership and have things corrected if need be. Yeah, I think the lack of, uh, I mean, to to your point about Tesla, you know, obviously they've got some pretty innovative, pretty cool, exciting products, but the the lack of a real dealer network to support them after the sale is probably challenging at times. Yeah, I would imagine so. So, well, I mean, listen, I, I think it's, I think it's exciting what you guys are looking at for the future. And, and, you know, as we kind of wind this up, I, I would love for you, Danielle, just to, just to share a little bit about the Nelms philosophy of car sales and why it is, it has had such a prolonged effect in general, but also on this particular organization. So in a lot of our advertisements, you'll see the tagline service in the Nelms tradition. Right. And for us to define it, it's really simple and it's taking care of the customer first and doing the right thing. So whether that's if they have an issue in sales or service or anything else at our dealership, our focus is to do the right thing, make sure the customer's happy so we can continue that relationship with the customer and make sure they get what they need. And it's really just doing the right thing. It sounds a lot more complicated than what it is, but it really just boils down to just taking care of the customer. Right. And that's it. Period. It's a team effort. It is a team effort. Yes. Kelly, you said something. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you this one simple question. What is, (laughs) what is the, I mean, as an HR director, I mean, are you guys even hiring right now or are you always looking for good people? If somebody listens to this podcast and is like, man, I'm tired of working at XYZ, you know, car company, and I would love to come work over there. How do I get my foot in the door and, you know, see if they would even take me? Well, you're going to fill out an application, but we don't, one thing about us is we don't have a lot of turnover. Yeah. So if there is a job opening, it's probably someone that we've promoted from within. Okay. So right now we have a few job openings. You just go to our website and fill out the application, but we take care of our people here and promote from within. And so 
we don't have a lot of turnover. Yeah, that's good. But I, I mean, I th- that speaks volumes to mm-hmm. the kind of operation that you guys run. And so my advice to anybody listening to this, it's like, man, I need to go check those guys out. Yeah. Just get your foot in the door. And if nothing else, put your resume on file so that Kelly has it. And if something does come up, you know, you just continue to connect with them and see what's going on. Yeah. So. I think that's huge. That's one thing. I've offered jobs that are smaller to people saying, you know, you get promoted. And I don't think people believe us sometimes, but, yeah. you know, we do promote from within. So, yeah. I mean, it's my encouragement to anybody is you got to start someplace and then go from there and grow. But I can imagine that this, it just seems like, you know, I kind of walk in here and my blood pressure went down a couple of notches. It just seems relaxed, which I can't always say when you walk into a car dealership. A lot of times you're on edge. You're like, man, I got to stay away from the finance manager. I got to stay away from this person. It's like, I don't want to get in front of any of these people because before I know I'm going to walk out of here with a car and it's just like, I can't deal with that kind of pressure. You don't feel that way walking in here. And I think that speaks volumes for the type of operation that you run. So So Brent mentioned earlier how when we saw the Solterra was at the National Business Conference, but- Mm -hmm. There was also was that down in Austin? It was. Yes, I remember. So okay. there was also another purpose of our visit to the National Business Conference. We were awarded Subaru of America's Love Promise Retailer of the Year for 2022. That is out of 636 retailers. And the distinction was essentially our commitment to the community and our customers it's not necessarily based on sales volume because there's a whole lot of other dealerships that sell a lot more cars than we do. Sure, It's our commitment to our community and our charitable contributions and the years of positive feedback from our <laughs> customer base that we're honored to be awarded that distinction. Wow. And so that, that was one of one. I mean, you guys were the, that's, mm-hmm. that's impressive. That's right here in our own backyard, folks, here yeah. in Northwest it's Arkansas. It's a huge honor. Yeah. If you go to our website, you'll see it all. Yeah. all AdventureSubaru.com. Subaru of America Love Promise. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love Promise Retailer of the Year. There you go. There you go. Well, that sells itself. Yeah. I mean, it really does. <laughs> I mean, it, that does sell itself. And But in all seriousness, again, I think a lot of it is predicated upon the fact that you guys have, in addition to selling a lot of cars, you guys have figured out a way to connect with as many people in the community that are doing amazing things. If somebody is listening to this and is like, man, I would love to be aligned with Adventure Subaru. I'd love for them to at least know what we're doing in the community. We could certainly use their help. I recognize that you can't help everybody. And it's not just up to Adventure Subaru. It's up to anybody listening to this. It's up to a lot of you know, corporate and for-profit entities to kind of help out where and when possible and where, where it's right. But but I would certainly just ask you, if somebody's listening to this saying, man, I think what we do lines up nicely with what Adventure Subaru does, what would you say is the best way for them to, to get in contact with you guys? Best way is to get in contact with your marketing department. Okay. So that is you. that is me and it's <laughs> Kelly. So my email is danielle at adventuresubaru.com. Right. And we'll put all that in the show yeah. notes so everybody can get that contact. So, But I mean, it's I would imagine because I have seen people that become aligned with you. And I, I would imagine that you just notice what they're doing in the community. It's not always about them coming to you. You've probably gone to some people and said, hey, we like what you're doing. We want to be in line or aligned with you. Is that correct? Absolutely. So you mentioned Nate Walls and a lot of that relationship. Uh, Kelly's known Nate for years and we started that relationship or that relationship blossomed. 
we got to know Stacy Harper at Lighthouse Solutions. So we're partnering with them for Share the Love this year alongside Single Parent Scholarship Fund. That's in November. And, you know, Randy, a lot of our partnerships have come from people that started out as customers. Okay. Which is really cool. Like, you know, we had some big partnership with Champions for Kids over the last couple of years. Adelaide Schaefer. Okay. Is the director over there. And, uh, you know, they're doing some amazing work to help kind of at-risk and underprivileged uh, children in the school system. And uh, she bought a car here and just liked the experience. I was talking with her sales representative who introduced her to Kelly and Danielle and and a amazing, you know, kind of partnership for both of us was born of that. So wow. th- those are really fun when it works out that way. I mean, the serendipity of life, right? I mean, it just sometimes things just fall into place like that. And that's perfect. And I guess because you made it such a unique experience for her that it was it was probably an easy decision for her to say, hey, could you guys help us out with what we're working on here? So I love that. Anything else you guys want to tease before we close out that's coming up? Uh, maybe a program that you're a part of or something that you just want to make the public aware of? So October is Subaru Loves Pets Month. Okay. And we have partnered with Big Paws of the Ozarks as well as Ruby's Rescue and Refuge. And we have also partnered with Ozark Natural Foods. We'll be hosting a they will be hosting a adoption event on October twenty second. So stay tuned for more details on that. You can find information on their Facebook yes, I, page I, and all I that. I think this episode should be out before then. Even if it's not, I mean, you should be aware that you should go to Adventure Subaru's website to learn more about all of the things that they are responsible for and what they're doing. So, you know, there's quite a bit that there's there's always something happening. So, you know, is there anything else you wanted to add or Share the love, November 17th through January 3rd. That's the big sales event. So when you purchase lease or order a car during that time, you'll be able to choose your choice of either local or national charities. $250 will be given to them and then we'll match the $250 there. So, so $500 per unit mm-hmm. sold. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. and that's from uh, November 17th through January 23rd of- January 3rd. January 3rd yes. of 2023. Correct. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We'll definitely put that on there. And I hear that because Subaru advertises that, right? The Very heavily. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it started out, uh, what is this, the 10th or 12th year probably for Sherlock? At least 12. But, you know, they have now donated- what have we passed? Two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. A lot of money through mm-hmm. that program. Yeah, and uh, you know, probably five or six years ago, they it started out. It was all national charities, but then they added the option for retailers to add charities in their own hometown. You know, local organizations, and uh, you know, it's great fun when you can go to a small local charity and give them a big check that yeah. you know is uh, making a big difference in their operation and. We've been fortunate to do that for a number of years here, and that's probably one of my favorite days. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's so funny as you were mentioning that in my head, because I'm always thinking of things. I'm like, now I have the title for this podcast because, I mean, it just, it's so perfectly in, in line with that whole concept of sharing the love. So I appreciate that. So that's great. Well, folks, Kelly Carey, Daniel Dotson, Brent Baker, thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to sit down with the folks here at I Am Northwest Arkansas and tell your story and share it far and wide. And so uh, I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this episode, I'm not telling you to go out and buy a Subaru, 
but I am telling you to go take a look at a Subaru. But you, you know? can if you want to. But you can if you want to. And, and I'm sure that Brent or one of the fabulous people that they have in the, in the front here will be more than happy to take care of you. And oh, by the way, you guys have a pretty decent sized used car lot too, right? We do. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunities to be involved with Adventure Subaru. So. So thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks, so Randy. Thank absolutely. you, Randy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. And remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. You can also find our podcast wherever great podcasts can be found, especially Apple Podcasts. And if you do me this one solid favor, I might actually mention you on the podcast. Please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. And if we find your review, we will read it on air. That's all I have for you this week, but I will see you next week with another brand new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. We'll see you soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.